Hello everybody, how you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 143 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. So this episode I want to talk about more about the de-dollarization. About, I talked about this, the rise of the BRICS. I did an episode a while back uh, about the rise of the BRICS and about how we are, as a, America, the, the arrogance of this Washington establishment, Joe Biden's administration, the arrogance of these people is driving other countries away from us and uh, driving other countries to dump the U.S. dollar. And it's going to get bad for us, I think. It's going to get, it's the, there is the potential that this could get very bad for us. So, and I, and I want to talk, at the end, I want to go into how about, uh, how as Republicans, you know, that this divergence that we saw in 2020 when Trump lost and Joe Biden became president, uh, this, things changed, big, big changes. We, we changed from the entire nature of our country, of our relationship with the world changed. Joe Biden and his Washington government is, and it's both parties. They are incredibly arrogant people, and their they are they, their relationship with the world is deeply dishonest. And I, so I want to go go over that. But the, uh, first, I want to talk about all of the things that have happened just recently. About how I've talked about the death of the uh, the, the petrodollar. About how. A lot of countries are moving away from buying oil with dollars. Um, and just just recently, Japan, uh, Japan is buying just this first quarter in, of the of 2023, Japan uh, is buying, has bought a bunch of Russian oil, basically in defiance of the, not really defiance of the um, of the sanctions. But because there was a there was a a, a a a loophole in the sanctions, basically an exception exemption in the sanctions. But the other thing they've done is they've bought oil from Russia at uh, above the the sixty dollar price cap that the sanctions set. So they basically so Japan and this is because Japan the the Japanese government actually cares about their people. See the. The government of the United States government doesn't care about you. Oh, you need energy? They don't care. They don't care. Um, if uh, and the people of uh, same thing with Europe. The European governments, uh, the, the people of Europe need energy. The European governments don't care. They don't care. They're going to be fine. You, you, you know, the people. Who cares about the people? Um, so. But let's talk more about this, uh, about the dollar itself, because what's happening is, is a lot of different countries are making deals with each other to avoid the dollar. So because of, uh, the SWIFT system, which is the dollar system, Russia was kicked off the SWIFT system. And so Russia developed an alternative and, and China is is trying to get away from the dollar. They're dumping dollars. So you've got Brazil and China. They made a deal, a bilateral trade deal to trade in their own, in each other's currency, currencies. 
India is another big player here. India is making deals with about, they have deals with about 40 different countries. Uh, Malaysia is one of them, um, Sri Lanka, and uh, Mauritius, and, and there's a bunch of other countries. Um, and China has, I'm sorry, China has deals with about 40 other countries, 40 different countries. Indonesia, Vietnam, Cambodia, a bunch of different countries. Um, uh, Iraq, China and Iraq. Iraq is selling oil to China for Chinese yuan, not, not dollars. Saudi Arabia is going to sell oil. About 25% of Saudi Arabia's oil gets sold to China. Usually they, they sell it in dollars. So China has to get dollars and buy uh, oil from uh, from Saudi Arabia in dollars. Well now Saudi Arabia is going to accept yuan, Chinese yuan. Um, uh, Chinese, China and Russia, of course, China and Russia have made a bit, Putin and, and Xi made a, had a big meeting. Their, their trade, the ruble-yuan trade, has increased about 80 times just in the last year. So they're huge trading partners now. Uh, basically, China is the consumer and Russia is the energy producer. So Russia is selling oil to, to China, also selling oil to India. Big, India has a big... Uh, buyer of, of oil. Russia and, and Iran are developing a, a gold-backed blockchain cryptocurrency. Well, that should be interesting. India and the UAE are talking about trading in rupees. Um, India and Russia have revived their rupee-ruble trade mechanism. And trade between Russia, well, imports from Russia into India have, are up 400% in the past year, which is mostly oil. Um, the dollar weight in foreign central bank reserves has dropped below 60% now, which is uh, the lowest, I think that's the lowest in, certainly in the last 50 years, I think. Um, uh, Russia and Turkey. Turkey is buying natural gas from Russia in rubles. Um, I've talked about Russia developed an alternative to SWIFT. India making deals. Uh, Ghana said that they want to buy oil with gold. So Ghana is not, is, not going to use the American dollar. They're going to use gold. Kenya, the president of Kenya, warned everybody in Kenya to dump your dollars. Uh, Kenya is going to buy oil and, and uh, diesel, I think it's diesel fuel, from UAE and Saudi Arabia in Kenyan shillings. They've made deals there. Uh, last year, Egypt issued bonds in Chinese yuan. So they're not raising dollars, they're raising Chinese yuan. Uh, Argentina, this is just in January of this year, Argentina and Brazil talked about creating a, a, a common currency for trade. Uh, and the BRICS themselves, the whole BRICS, they've talked about creating a common currency, uh, basically a, a basket of currencies or a basket of, or a currency based on a basket of commodities. And they, remember I talked about this in that episode, the BRICS, the Rise of the BRICS episode, they're having a big meeting in August of this year and that is going to be big because if, if they expand, uh, formally expand, and they make some kind of a big announcement like that, it could be bad for the American dollar. China is dumping its dollars. They've got the, the lowest amount of dollars in their uh, in US, US dollar denominated debt since I think about 20, 2009. 
Uh, they've got less than a trillion, about 860 billion. They used to have more than a trillion in, uh, in, Amer in American debt. Uh, Bangladesh trading with uh, Ch China in Yuan. The Shanghai Cooperative uh, Cooperation Organization uh, is using local currencies. That's Russia, India, Pakistan, Uz Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, and Kyrgyzstan. And you know, we can poo-poo all these these small countries. And and I talked about the um, about Indonesia is uh, is dumping is developing an alternative to the to the Visa and MasterCard system. You know, we can, we, but this is the problem, you know, we're so arrogant. We're, we're thinking, oh, Bangladesh and Indonesia, who cares what they do? But you know what? These countries add up to a lot of people, to about 80% of the world's population. And, you know, we just announced that we're gonna, I think it's Uganda because we don't like their, policy on homosexuality, so we're going to impose sanctions on them, and, and we have become a bully. We're, we are a bully country. We, our foreign policy, and our, particularly our economic relationship with the world is based on war and sanctions and military might and force and coercion and bullying, and, and this is what I wanted to talk about, about how we diverged in 2020 when, when when Trump and then when Biden became president in 2020 we lurched toward totalitarianism we lurched we did not you know the, the so many democrats and this is why I'm doing this podcast because because republicans have the better arguments republicans need to try to look i mean we 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 lose we lose um, elections because we get outvoted. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously right. I mean, stating the obvious, we get outvoted. So we're outnumbered by Democrats. Like here in Virginia, we're outnumbered by Democrats. Uh, I mean, we just barely uh, won the, the governor race. We barely want, took over the House. But that that is that could be very fleeting unless we can peel people away from the Democrats. We need to convince the Democrats, some Democrat voters, that we're right and, and the, the Democrats are wrong. Because the Democrats are everything that they, the Democrat party, this, this Washington establishment under Joe Biden is everything that a lot of Democrat voters think the Republicans are think that Donald Trump is. You know, Donald, oh, Donald Trump is going to start World War III. Donald Trump was actually in one of the most honest presidents in modern history because Donald Trump really just wanted America to be, to be an honest trading partner with the world. He wanted America to be a country, because I've talked about this before, about how Franz Oppenheimer in his book, The State, talked about there are two entrepreneurs. There are, there's the political entrepreneur and the market entrepreneur. You know, you can be, you can, you can get rich by producing stuff and selling it, selling that stuff to people. And, and you get rich that way. Or you can get rich by using government power, by using force and coercion and violence and sanctions and war. And that's the kind of country we are now. We are a country that we don't produce 
things and sell them to the world. I mean, under Trump, we, we were producing energy and selling it to the world. Well, Joe Biden put, put a stop to that. And, and you know, like, what are we gonna sell a country like, like Iraq? What are, what are we gonna sell to Iraq? You know, what do we make that the people of Iraq can, are we gonna sell them our cars? No, of course, our cars are too expensive. They're too complicated because of all the government regulations, the government rules. We're so, everything we make is so ridiculously complicated and, and expensive because of all the, the environmental rules and the, the, the fuel economy mandates. You know, my car is a, is a 1.5 liter, three-cylinder turbocharged engine, super complicated, squeezes every ounce of energy out of, out of every drop of fuel. And, and it's, you know, it's got every, it's got backup cameras and blind spot warning systems and, you know, uh, lane departure warnings and all that stuff now is, is being mandated by the government. Well, people in Iraq don't need that. They just need an inexpensive car that will get them from point A to point B. That's what people in Mexico need. That's what people in, in Bangladesh need. Or, you know, India makes those kinds of cars. China makes those kinds of cars. We don't. Everything we make is too expensive for most of the world to even buy. So what do we do? We sell them our debt. We send them our money. We export our inflation. And, and they're fighting back. And they're, they're sick of it. And, and what are we? We're, we're just arrogantly thinking that we can just do this forever. And we can't. And, and I think Trump understood that. You know, Trump is a, I don't want to say Trump is a, is, a, is a deep thinker because he's not. I don't think he is. And I'm not even a big Trump fan, but I don't think he was a, he is a deep thinker. But he was a simple, honest businessman who just wanted America to make stuff and sell it. And that's just how you, that's how you get rich. He knows that's how you get rich, right? You, 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 you open golf courses and hotels and casinos and, and you make stuff and you sell it to people. And that's how you, that's how you get rich. But Joe Biden is the, is, the, is the head of this Washington establishment. He is, he's a Washington guy and Washington doesn't, they don't produce anything except war and dollars and debt. That's all they produce. They produce rules and sanctions and war and debt and, and arrogance. And that's the kind of relation, they, they are deeply dishonest people. They want a deeply dishonest relationship with the whole world. And everybody is sick of it. And, and they're fighting back, they're dumping our dollar and they are, uh, they, we're, we're going to find ourselves alone with, you know, who's our, who's our friend? The Europe? I mean, Europe, basically, Europe is a, is a mess. They're broke. Everybody's, we're broke. They're broke. Everybody's broke. All we do is, is print up more money and, and steal money from the future, from tax, we're spending the tax revenue of the last, we've already spent the tax revenue of the next 10 years easily. We've spent it already. So, so we, are a, we are a deeply dishonest country now under Joe Biden and under the Democrats. And we need to get back to the simple, very, very simple economic relationship with the world, trading relationship where, you know, Donald Trump, 
wanted a relationship with, he was tough on China, he was tough on Russia, because China is, is uh, dishonest. You know, Trump wanted a, an honest trading relationship with China, and China is not honest. So he was tough on them, but he didn't want war. He didn't want uh, he didn't want sanctions. He didn't. He wanted he wanted some some trade deals and tariffs and and tweaks to 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 level the playing field and to sort of sort of coerce them into being more fair with us. Um, and that's what he wanted for the for the really for the whole world. But this. This this leadership now under Joe Biden, they are just going to demand that these other countries deal with us. And if they don't if if they don't like it, he's gonna he's gonna bully them and probably invade them and kill them. I mean, look what they did in Pakistan. You know, Pakistan they just had a basically a coup last year because Pakistan wasn't on board with our policy uh, in vis-a-vis uh, -vis Russia and Ukraine. So we basically toppled the Pakistan, uh, Pakistani government. Uh, you know, we can't do that to the whole world. We can't topple every government in the world. Um, uh, so, so I think that that is one of the, these arguments that we can make to Democrat voters and say, look, I mean, your, your side is, is really awful. They're terrible people. You're siding with these people. You're siding with Joe Biden, these warmongers, and you think that you're the good guys because you're, you're supporting the freedom fighters in Ukraine. But, and I've talked about Ukraine a million times. Uh, there's, there's, Trump understood the problem in Ukraine and the, the, the way to avoid all that death and destruction and war was to just, to just not provoke Russia and say, look, we're not gonna, we're not gonna push Ukraine to join NATO. We're not looking to, we're not, we, Trump wasn't looking to destroy Russia. He was looking to have a trading relationship, a mutually beneficial trading relationship with Russia and the whole world. And Joe Biden wants to, wants to blow them up, wants to have war. That's what Washington wants. They want death and war, and destruction. And that's not good for anybody, but it's good for Washington. It's good for those people. So, all right, that is it. That's, I, I hope you can still see me. It's getting dark. All right, uh, that's episode 143. So if you like this podcast, give me some good ratings and share it. And let me know what you think on social media. And uh, uh, you can find me on Podbean. You can message me. I'm on Twitter and Getter and Gab and, and Truth and all, all the stuff. So, all right, I will talk to you on the next one. All right, bye-bye.